Hello, and thank you for joining us on our Inspire Church podcast. It's our prayer that this message inspire you, that it builds your faith, and that it can help you see how God desires to move in your life. Enjoy the message. Hey, we're in a uh, new series that we kicked off this morning called I Choose. And uh, Pastor John preached a great message this morning. And uh, tonight we want to talk about I Choose, a topic that we all know very well, but I think a topic that really does have the power to set your year up if we choose to embrace it with everything. Because it's easy for us to just hear this topic and think, yeah, I, I know that, I do that already. Yeah, I know everything there is to know. But no, no, if we actually apply it to our life, it brings transformation in Jesus' name. This is the key part of a Christian walk. And that is I choose prayer. I choose prayer. I choose prayer. You see, prayer and the choices that we make have the ability to either move us forward or hold us back. We always make choices and that's why this series is such a powerful series because what you choose as you walk into this new year will determine how it looks for you. It's not just fate, it's not just uh, maybe things, no, no, what you choose right now, the keys and the foundations that you lay before and, and, and the things that you put into your life at the start of this year has the ability to set you up to see this year be a year with all that God has for you or not. So what are you going to choose? What are you going to choose? As I was thinking about this topic, I choose prayer. I really felt God say, Steve, would you have a paradigm shift when it comes to prayer? Would you change the way you think about prayer because you know it, you've been a Christian for a long time, you know what prayer is, prayer is talking to God, it's relationships, how we build connection with Him, all that kind of stuff, and yes, it is that. But actually, would you, have a, would you change the way you see it so that it would actually become a part of who you are as opposed to what we have to do? Would you allow it to consume every aspect of who you are? Because as you allow prayer to consume every part of who you are, you will then see transformation in your life that God has for you. Key thought, prayer is our lifeline that connects us to the God in every season. Prayer is our lifeline that connects us to God in every season. Doesn't matter what season you're in, if we commit to pray with everything that we have, it will connect you to God. When you're connected to God, all things work out according to what? His plan and His purposes. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you want. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 to 18. I love this verse. It says, always be joyful. You see, I actually think we can be joyful. It says, always be joyful. Hang on a minute. You mean I've got to always be joyful? What about when things are really tough and I haven't seen my miracle and I've just been laid off or finances aren't going the way. You can't, I can't be joyful in those seasons. Hello. Come on, when you commit to prayer, you can. Why? Because ultimately, you know God is in control. Ultimately, you know that if though this may not be what you thought, you know, it was going to work out. But yet when we commit to pray, we know that God is in control. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. In other words, Never stop praying. Never stop praying. Hmm, hello. Flip. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Never stop praying. Never cease praying, another version says. Never cease, never stop. I was thinking about that this week. I thought, wow, God, are you literally saying that I need to pray all the time? Hang on, hold up, babe. I need to clear out the, prep, the, the closet because I've got to be in there 24-7. God says, always pray. Babe, you need to get 90% of your clothes. You need to get all your clothes out of there, babe, because there's no room for me to pray. 
You need to take out all your shoes, but yet when I went and looked at the closet, I realised 90% of the clothes and shoes are mine. So I'll go to my son's closet. Oh, that's just a single closet. I can't, I'll have to find a different closet. What do you mean I've got to always pray, God? Sorry, Pastor John, I can't come into work this year, 2020, because 2020 is a year of prayer where I would always pray. And he would say, yeah, you're not going to get paid either. Okay, scrubs always praying off my list. It's not what God's talking about, but not talking about that we have to be in our prayer closet, that we need to be on our face, that we need to be on our knees 24-7. Prayer should be a part of who we are. Yeah, we should have committed and devoted time where we pray, where we do get in our prayer closet, where we do get alone and be with God. But yet, what the Word's talking about is that it would be a part of who we are, that we would just, when we're going to work, we would be talking to God. When we're in our car, that we would be worshipping and we would be communing with Him. When we're at work, we'd be communing with Him. When we're doing something we don't want to do, instead of checking Instagram and wondering if we've got the amount of likes that we wanted, only to be disappointed because we don't, how about we pray? Maybe you'll get more likes that way. I don't know. Put God first, He'll sort out everything else, right? Instead of worrying about our finances, how about we pray? See, prayer needs to be a part of who you are that you just continually commune with God. God's not in your closet. He's everywhere. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. That means you take Him everywhere you go. When you're at work, He's with you. When you're at school, boys, iron up that girl. He's watching what you're doing. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, oh, hello, I've got someone better for you than that. Yo. God's everywhere. He sees all. That we would have Him a part of our life with every part. But why is it that, right, we know, we know we need to pray. We know there's power in prayer. We know that it's a key part to our walk with God, but yet why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to get regular time with Him? Why is it so hard to make it something consistent in our life? I don't know about you, but it's something that I've definitely struggled with. It's something that I've definitely found to be a difficulty, to have the motivation to pray. I'm going to pray today. All right, sometime today I'm going to pray. You know what? It never happens. The thing that I've learned is you've actually got to schedule it in. If you don't schedule in your time of prayer and you just think at some point today I'll do it, it won't happen because something else will come up that will grab your attention that seems way more exciting, that seems like it's going to be way more fun than hanging out and praying with God. right? So you've actually got to get good at scheduling your prayer life. You've actually got to get good at actually devoting time to commune with God. But why is it so hard? I'll tell you why, because the devil will always target the thing that will connect you the most to God. The enemy will hit the thing that will bring you life. The devil will try and rob you the thing that will cause you to walk in breakthrough. The devil will try and rob you of the thing that will create purpose in your life and that will connect you to the one who is the source of your life, which is only done through prayer. So why is it so hard to pray? Because the devil doesn't want you to. He knows when you pray, you disempower Him and the plans that He has. So there's no way that He will do everything He can to bring every distraction before you so that you don't pray. That's why it's hard. That's why it's hard. Now you talk to my wife, she says, We're not, when Steve's praying, when he's in a good space with God, everything's different around home. Why? Because there's authority. There's something changes in your life when you commit to pray. When we cover our life from prayer, we see God's power released in a whole greater way. We see God grab a hold of the natural part of who we are. And we see the supernatural released in our life. I don't want to live an ordinary life. I want to live a supernatural life. Where miracles are a part of my life. 
We're seeing God move as a part of my life where, where I would pray and I would see God answer that, where I would be so connected that I would know when He speaks, that I wouldn't have to go and ask every other person to find direction in my life, but yet I'd be so connected to God that He would be my life source, that it wouldn't be found in my bank balance, in a relationship, in, in a substance or anything like that, but it would be found in the person of Jesus Christ. Martin Luther said, to be a Christian without prayer is no more impossible than to be alive without breathing. We can't be alive without breathing. How can we be a Christian if we don't pray? If it's not a key part of our life. I was telling Al, I was actually quite, uh, when I heard what the theme was this, this, this week, I was like, oh, prayer, spoken on that before. But actually, as I got to prepare, I was like, actually, no, this is good. I was, God was stirring me up. God was challenging me about my prayer life and would you choose to take it to a whole other level? Remember the key thought? Prayer is our lifeline that connects us to God in every season. Three things that prayer does in your life. In the next 10 minutes, pray I go quick. Prayer increases faith. Someone who has a strong prayer life often is full of faith. Someone who struggles to have faith often won't have a strong prayer life attached to them. It won't be a key part of who they are. Because when you're connected to the source, the one who is the giver of faith, the one who you do look to when times are tough, the one who you go to get faith from, when, you don't, when you're not connected to Him in prayer, then how can you be full of faith? So when you pray, you are full of faith. Why? Because we know the person of Jesus. We know who He is. We know that He is a good God. He knows, we know what He has for us. We know the things that He has for life is good. The plans that He has for us is good. So therefore, if our life at the moment is different than that, then we know that God that is not of God and that God at any moment can and will and want to turn it around. And therefore, faith is ignited. Why? Because we are connected in prayer to the source. Connected to Jesus. When we have consistent prayer, our faith is increased so that we can believe and pray for bigger things. I was challenged. How big is my prayer life? How big are the things that I pray for? Or are my prayers very small? Because if I have a consistent prayer life, if I have a greater level of faith in my life, then I will pray big prayers and I won't be freaked out by that. I'll pray prayers that would challenge me. I'll pray prayers that would step me out of my comfort zone to see the purposes and the plan that God has for me become a reality in my life. Why? Because I know God has a big call for every one of us here. God has a big plan for every one of us here. So therefore, why don't we pray big dreams? Why don't we pray, sorry, big prayers and dream big? Faith is the currency of heaven and prayer is how we exchange sorrow for joy, hopelessness for hope, fear into faith, spiritual deadness into spiritual power. When our faith is increased through prayer, we don't just see the problems for what they are. We actually know there's a solution and a breakthrough attached to it in Jesus' name. Why? Because our faith is increased when we pray. 1 John 5 verse 14 to 15 says, And we are confident that He hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases Him. And since we know He hears us when we make our requests, we also know that He will give us what we ask for. Prayer increases your faith. Come on, if you need more faith, then start praying more. If you need a breakthrough, you need a miracle in your life and you're struggling to see a way through, don't go and complain about it, everyone. Actually, just get on your face and pray more. And watch your faith increase to help, you, to help you walk through the tough seasons that we have. Second thing is, prayer brings us into alignment with God. 
Have you ever been in a car where your alignment's out? Yeah, it's horrible. It's like, it just wants to pull either to the left or the right. You know what it does when your alignment's out? It takes you off in other directions. You had, you, it's very hard for you to be able to keep going straight in, in the direction that you want to go because it will pull you to the left, to the right. You know, the other thing that it does when your alignment's out is you have to work a whole lot harder to stay on course. It's not about working harder. It's about being more connected to Jesus and allowing Him to do the work. But you see, when we're out of alignment, then we're constantly being swayed to the left, swayed to the right. This opportunity comes, that's a good opportunity, let's just do that. This idea comes, that's a good idea, let's just do that. Or our mates and every, all the crowd are going this way, okay, let's just do that. And we're constantly going from the left to the right, wondering why we don't seem like we're getting anywhere fast. Why? Because our alignment is out. When I was in Auckland, we had just finished a busy day Sunday doing our three services and, and we were leaving um, to go home. We had the three kids in the back and uh, we had an uh, SUV, four-wheel drive thing. And it was always hard on the passenger side to see, you know, obviously what was uh, on that side because it was a biggish car. And so anyway, we, I don't know why we did this, but we pulled into a car park uh, to, I don't know, do something. It was an empty car park. It was an industrial area. But in the, as you pulled into the driveway of this car park, there was like a, an, an island in the middle and then there was car parks. And the island was, was, you know, you had to go around it. Because I couldn't see where the edge of the island was, right? I actually, what I did was I turned too quick and I didn't realise that there was this massive rock like up to my knee high and the car, I was lucky actually the, the wheels went over the rock. If I had hit the front of the car, it would have wiped it out. The wheel went over the rock, the car went up on two wheels and everyone freaked and the rock rolled over because of the weight of the car. Why? Because probably the alignment was out. Or maybe I was just always praying and not focusing. I don't know. I'm going with that one. <laughs> Pray without ceasing. Yes, Lord. Boom. Smash. Pray with your eyes open. Very smart. See, when your alignment's out, you go to places you don't want to go. If we aren't aligned with the will of God, then we will consistently be pulled to the left or the right. Alignment is integral to the life of a believer. Prayer is about aligning our heart's desire with God's will. I love it in Luke 11 verse 1 to 4. The disciples asked Jesus, Jesus, how do we pray? And it's interesting, you notice how Jesus starts. He says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. You see, before Jesus was teaching them that before we go to God with all of our needs and all of our prayer lists and all of the things we want Him to do for us, we actually should align ourselves with Him first. Declaring how good God is. Our Father who aren't in heaven, hallowed be Your name. God, I thank You that Your name is great. God, I thank You that there's power in Your name over my circumstances. Jesus, I thank You. Your name is above whatever, whatever name I've been called. God, I thank You that Your name is great. Let Your will be done over my life. Lord, let your will be done, Lord. God, let your kingdom come on this earth, Lord God. Let your presence invade every aspect of the life that I live. Let your presence invade my family. Let it invade my church. Lord, let you be a part of everything. God, I thank you. You are awesome. See, we declare the goodness and, the, and, and the, how powerful Jesus is as our King, as our Lord and Saviour. We align ourselves first. So I started doing that this week because... I got challenged by that as I was doing some study and I thought, wow, and I started praying that way first. You know what? I couldn't get off praying that way. My lists 
And all my things that I need God to do didn't matter anymore because I was just taken by the, by the greatness of who God is. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Lord, let your kingdom come. God, let your will be done as it is in heaven. Let you invade this earth. The darkness that is in this earth, God, I declare your light in Jesus' name. It just takes over every part of who you are. You just get in awe of the greatness of who God is. Why? Because we align ourselves with Jesus. Our life can get so busy, but yet we can still walk in alignment with God when we commit to consistently pray. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you the path to take. Third thing, prayer gives us strength. It gives us wisdom. Have you ever felt like you're not strong enough? Have you ever wondered what to do? I hear young people all the time, you know, wanting advice on different decisions that they want to make or or whatever, and they go to a whole bunch of different people and, oh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? How about we just go to the, how about we just go to Jesus? How about we ask God, we ask God, what do you think? There's been plenty of times I haven't known what to do. I've gone to people, I've Googled it and all that kind of stuff and, and it's, never, it's never set me in the direction that I want to go. It's never given me the answers that I want but when I've committed to pray, then wow, God has consistently given me the strength and the answers that I need. He's given me the wisdom that I need because I tell you what, I can lack wisdom at times. Hey babe, mm-hmm. good on you for not answering that. He's faithful. He's faithful to give us the strength that we need. He gives us strength when we're weak. He gives us strength when we're full of fear, when there's uncertainty, when we need a breakthrough, when we need more of God's presence, when we need to see your life grow to be all that God has called it to be. He will give you that, but we've got to commit to not stop praying, to make that a key part of our life and who we are. The creative team, guys, you can come and join me. Matthew 26 verse 41 says, Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Come on, we need to constantly declare, God, I declare my spirit man would rise up in Jesus' name. That I wouldn't be, that my life wouldn't be determined by my flesh. My life wouldn't be determined by my emotions. My life wouldn't be determined by what I see in the natural, but that my spirit man would rise up and come forth, that I would live out of the spirit of God that lives within me. That can only happen when you pray. Can only happen when you commit to regularly pray. That our, see, that's how we're called to live. That's how we live a supernatural life when we allow the Spirit of God that is within you. When you say yes to Jesus, when you give your life to Him, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and now you have the power and the authority to be able to do the same that Jesus did and even greater. But we've got to pray. We've got to commit to pray. Oh, I'd love to challenge us all. Would we choose to go a bit further in our prayer life this year? Would we choose to take it further? And for every one of us, that could look differently. But would we choose to go a little bit further this year so that we could see all that God has for us, so that 2020 could be our best year yet, so that you could walk out the plans and the purposes that God has for you. You see, Matthew 26, verse 34 to 46, we see the story of Jesus and His disciples going to the Garden of Gethsemane. They're going there to pray. And just as they enter, Jesus instructs most of His disciples, hey, you guys, you stay here. And, uh, and, and me, James and John and Peter, we're going to go in a little bit further and we're going to go and pray. It's interesting, once they get to that point, 
where they're gonna pray. Jesus says, hey, you boys, you, you know, we're gonna pray. You guys keep watch, all that kind of stuff. Pray as well. And then Jesus says, I'm gonna go a little bit further to pray. There's a great picture in that statement right there. If Jesus committed to go a little bit further to pray, would we also commit to go a little bit further to pray? Would we also commit, because we're called to be like Jesus. We're called to model ourselves on Jesus. What He did, we should be trying to do in our lives. And hey, I know we muck up and we're not perfect. Join the club. But yeah, this weekend, my, as I was preparing this, I said, God, would you allow me to go a little bit further to pray? God, would you allow me to take my prayer life a little bit further? You see, it's often not about making the length of what you pray longer. It's about being more consistent with your prayer. We think, oh, I'll, okay, I'll pray for 30, 30 minutes or an hour, but yet the problem is we only do that once a week. How about we just pray for 10, 15 minutes every day? How about you make it a part of your life every day? That'll be more consistent in your life this year. If you've got a consistent prayer life, then hey, look to extend it a little bit more. Look to go a little bit further. Take it a little bit further. Take it a little bit further in Jesus' Name. If we wanna go further in our God call, then it will require us to go further in our prayer life. If we don't wanna get what we've always got, if we don't wanna live, have the same year that we had in 2019, then you have to make a change to your life. You have to choose to make an adjustment. You gotta to choose to increase your faith. You gotta to choose to align yourself with God but you've got to choose to go a little bit further in your prayer life. God's desire is to take us beyond what we can do in our own strength so that we can live a life in the supernatural that He desires for us. But we can only do that when we pave the distance in prayer. We can never get further in God unless we've paved it in prayer, unless we've created the path in prayer, unless we've formed it in our prayer life of, you know, God, I wanna do miracles. God, I wanna preach in Your Name. God, I wanna do all this, that and the other. Awesome, hold on to that dream. But if you're not committed to, to do the time in your prayer closet, if you're not committed to sow and invest in your relationship with Jesus, it won't ever happen with the power or the authority that you want it to. Romans 12 verse one says, And so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship, that we would give ourselves fully to God as a living sacrifice so that He would have His way through our life, so that we would be seen as acceptable. Come on, that can only do that when we choose, I choose to pray. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions or simply for more information regarding Inspire Church, visit us at inspirechurch.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. It's our prayer that you live inspired by the Word of God and more alive in Him than ever before. Until next time.